fire in the sun. Quinton said, Throw your gun up to me, amigo. The redhead stood there, undecided. Fear and rebellion clashed in the depths of his eyes. Quinton eared back the hammer of his forty-four. Beneath him, the black was restless. Quinton had to keep an iron grip on the reins with his left hand. Despite the small jerkings of the black, Quinton's gun never wavered out of line with the redhead's chest. Quinton said, I'm not waiting all day. Throw me your gun and do it nice unless you want me to bust a cap. In the distance, he could hear the drum of hoofbeats approaching. You're taking the wrong side, stranger, said the redhead. He still held his gun. I'm not taking any side at all, said Quinton. I don't like a bushwhack no matter what the circumstances. He wagged his forty-four. Toss up your iron, red. The redhead bit off a curse. His fingers relaxed about the handle of his forty-five, and then he worked them so that he held the pistol with the cylinder in his palm. He tossed the gun, and Quinton released the reins long enough to catch the weapon with his left hand. He shoved it into his waistband and took up the lines again as the black shied nervously. The drumming hoofbeats were very close now. I want to tell you one thing, stranger, said the redhead, his blue eyes clear and unafraid. Don't stay in the white peaks. Keep on riding. You've picked the wrong side. I stay wherever I please, amigo, said Quentin, his voice chill. Save your threats for a woman. That seems to be more your style. The redhead flushed. He started to say something, but then the rider came around the crag, and the redhead closed his mouth abruptly. The woman reined in her palomino so sharply that the horse reared high, front legs pawing the air. He spun half around, carrying the woman away from the crag. But then she saw that Quinton was holding his gun on the redhead, and that the redhead was disarmed. With a hard jerk on the lines, she pulled the palomino back, sending it up close to Quinton's black. Quinton said to the redhead, Start walking. Tell your friends they're on the wrong trail. Tell them there's nothing here but a slug for each one of them if they don't turn back. Hurry up, amigo. The woman had pulled a forty-one cold lightning pistol from the holster at her side. She aimed at the redhead's feet and pulled the trigger. The bullet made the man jump a foot in the air. Start walking, armor, she said, her voice hard. Do just like the man said. Start walking before I change my mind and put a slug in your heart. Armor blanched and turned hurriedly on his heel. His spurs made small, protesting noises as he went off at a trot. The instant he was around the crag, the nearing hoofbeats slackened and then were still. Quinton heard a horse snort and then his black whinnied. He edged the black far enough ahead so that he could peer around the crag. Armor was running with his right hand held up in a signal halting the others. They were in the open, and when Armor reached them and began to explain, Quinton threw a shot at the ground just in front of them. They wheeled their horses so suddenly that the animals banged against each other. Armor squalled in fright and threw himself to the ground to avoid colliding with one of the wheeling steeds. Then the riders got straightened out. They headed their horses at a gallop for a clump of trees at the bottom of the hill. Armor jumped to his feet, and they took out at a run after them, shouting at them but they did not wait for him. When Quinton reined the black around, he found the woman's eyes on him. Sunlight set the bronze in her hair aglow. Thanks, mister, she said. Her voice was low and throaty. You're not out of it yet, lady, said Quinton. How bad do they want you? Bad enough, I guess. Her tone was firm. There was no fear in it.
Where do you live? She waved an arm. At anchor. But I have bar H bar and keyhole to cross if I go that way. Quinton punched the spent shells from his colt and inserted fresh loads. Then he holstered the gun. He rode the black over to where Armor's horse stood with trailed reins. Quinton picked up the lines. Let's get out of here before they circle and come down on us from above. They rode back up the slope. Quinton was aware of the woman studying him, but whenever he glanced at her, she was looking down at her horse's ears. When they were at the top of the slope, they reined in. Down below, Quinton saw Armor and the two mounted men emerge from the trees. Sunlight flashed on metal as one of them whipped a rifle to his shoulder. Quinton and the woman ducked and spurred their horses. The crack of the shot came snaking up the slopes. They sent their horses through a stand of cedar and balsams. The ground began to rise again, and they slowed their mounts for the climb.